You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So on our social media pages, we have uh, a story about Malcolm Jamal Warner and how they had interviewed him. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but he is a Grammy-winning musician. Hmm. Yeah. And his band was like, like won a Grammy and everything, and it was happening around the time that all that happened with Bill Cosby. And so the only reason that they wanted to give him any press for his Grammy is if he would answer questions about the Cosby show. Uh, And he goes on to talk about, you know, well, is is the is the image of the show tarnished? And he says, well, you know, yes, it is whatever. And, you know, there's a it's in the story. And so. The uh, Rudy Huxtable, uh, Keisha Knight Pullum, she came out and she said that she didn't feel like it was tarnished because of what... Uh, Okay, so so this is what he said. Yes, the legacy of the show has been tarnished because whenever we saw negative stereotypical images of black people on TV and or film, we've we've always had the Cosby show to hold up juxtaposed to that. But now that it's taken off the air, we no longer have that. That's what he said. Mm. And then... Uh, the headline the next day was Malcolm Jamal Warner says the legacy of the Cosby show has been tarnished. And so he goes on about his own um, run-ins with the press. And uh, Keisha Knight Pullum, her response was, the legacy of the show could never be tarnished because of all the good it did for our culture. And so that's what he's going to, that's that's what he's, how he's going to reply from now on. But it got me to thinking a lot about, you know, these things that were going on. These guys were kids. <coughs> they, yeah. they were young people. And so probably, unless it was actively happening to them, which it doesn't seem like it was, um, they probably weren't aware of a lot of that you know well i mean even if like when you're a kid and maybe maybe white folks aren't brought up like this but i know i know what we were and i know black kids are when you're a kid you are indoctrinated with the idea of you don't worry about that grown folk business yeah. Do what you're doing. You don't talk about what goes on in this house or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Do what you're doing. Get that done. Like, we're we're taught that. And if there's stuff going on behind closed doors and all that kind of, like, you, you're not supposed to know what's going on back there. All that, you know, that that stuff, you, you worry about your business. You know what I mean? Like, you you mess up a good thing where you're making millions of dollars and you're, you know, a teen heartthrob and all this kind of stuff, like to go be nosy and try to find out what's going on backstage somewhere or whatever. Like, I mean, that wouldn't even, I don't even think that that would be a thing really. Like, uh, like you said, unless it was right in front of their eyes and 
You know what I mean? And, and even then, when you're as young as some of those, those those kids were, I mean, he was a little older. He was like high school age, probably college was, age. Yeah, he was junior know? high, junior high, high school, college age, you know. Yeah. So he probably, he may have had more of an idea what was going on. But even then, like. They probably still... kept him really busy, though. He was really yeah. busy. He, like oh, you yeah. Said, he he was... was a heartthrob. He was, you know. Yeah. He was, he was the main things. character, too. Theo. So he was he was always a, a big part of the storyline. And, you know, the, he was probably filming a lot, probably still trying to stay caught up with school and apparently playing music at the same time. So, yeah, this dude must have been fucking busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't just pick up an instrument after you're famous and be Grammy award winning. Like, that's something that you have to have constantly been doing. Like that music shit. He he had to have been playing music and doing all that shit the whole time while he was acting. Oh yeah. In other words, you know and what I mean. He's a great so that, actor. I, that's I, what I'm saying. Dude had to be busy as shit. Like I mean, his his plate was full. So he know. did some uh, after school specials. He did one about teen suicide, where he was he was the friend that committed suicide. And then even on top of that, I mean, you think about it, Bill Cosby. Produced the show, wrote the show, starred in it. Like that, he was the one with the authority. Like, I mean, would you, would you question Bill Cosby's authority on the Cosby Show? Oh, I don't, I don't think that you were able to. You know, <laughs> that's I don't... what I'm saying. Like, I mean, what, what are you gonna do? You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And and if it was something that had happened in front of them, I, I don't think any of them would have a problem coming out and saying it now. You know, I I just haven't seen that from any of the cast. I think that they've done well to just not really say anything about it. Because, you know, that was, again, you know, can you throw the baby out with the bathwater? Because that was a really important show for its time. And those actors well, did contribute a lot to that in spite of what bill cosby was doing you know it, it's just it's a really it's a tough thing and we talk about it all the time separating the artist from their art mm -hmm. um you know and fat albert too like fat albert was awesome and always had like this great moral and now it's like dude you were already drugging women at that time it, it, you know it, it's uh but you know, that, that brings me to another issue, though. And you had brought this uh, brought this up on your social media pages. And I, I do want to talk about it because I don't feel like it's talked about enough. As a man, and as a young man, too, on that show, I think he, if, if there were some kind of abuse that he was experiencing, not that there was, and I'm not saying that there was, I'm just, just using this as an example, um, it would be a lot harder for him to report or bring it to anybody's attention that he would be believed simply because he's a man. Yeah. And we need to really open the conversation up about women abusers um, and the fact that sexual assault happens to men too. Um, 
when you think about Jim Jordan, Representative Jim Jordan, um, when he was at Ohio State and let that coach uh, sexually abuse all of those wrestlers, um, you know, it's it's really difficult for men to come forward because men, people don't think about, well, what, what's wrong with you? What kind of man are you if you're getting abused? But that's not the whole, that's not the whole issue. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough deal, you know, and, and the, the post that I put up was kind of a little more geared towards physical abuse. Um, but that is, that is part of it. I mean, any kind of abuse at the hands of, 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 you know, that's going towards a man is hard for a man to be able to admit. And at the same time, a lot of women don't even understand when they're being abusive. They don't understand what abusive behavior consists of because we don't talk about it. When we talk about abuse, when we talk about domestic abuse, we focus solely on men hitting women. and a lot of times we don't even talk about the psychological we're just not getting to that point of the the psychological abuse the the monetary abuse um uh, you know all these these different ways that that you can uh keep somebody under your thumb and we see a lot of the same exact behavior um with with some females and we you know in the in indian country especially we have some some very strong females and they're they're brought up like that you know take control and that kind of stuff and and i think sometimes uh they take that a little too far and run with it meaning and well i mean like example well so like a lot of a lot of tribes are what we call like matriarchal mm-hmm. so the women kind of run the show they have the last say they kind of kind of wear the pants in the family and whatnot. And, you know, we we come from an era where abuse was okay for a while um, from both ways. And we've almost grown up as, like, normalized uh, the idea of men and women hitting each other. Yes. Because we've seen it. Because yes. we watched, we watched women beat up men, and you know we laugh about it and all that kind of stuff. But you know, there's there's a lot there because there's there are women who they feel like, well, you know, my mom ran ran the family. I need to run the family. I need to take control. All this kind of stuff. But they've never even seen what a healthy relationship is, and so. You know, you just kind of mimic whatever you've seen. And if you've grown up and watched abusive relationships, then there's a good chance that you're going to be abusive in your relationship. And, you know, there there are uh, a lot of situations where the roles are, are reversed, where the woman is the one that's working and, you know, the man, for whatever reason, maybe he's got a criminal record, can't get a good job. He's the one that's staying at home, you know, dealing with the kids and, and 
you know, all that kind of stuff all day. And the roles get reversed. And it's really easy for a man to get uh, where they feel like they don't have a, a way out. Like, it's like, well, I either have to leave and not be able to see my kids because that's the threat always. Or else I just have to stay in this abusive relationship and do the best for the kids. And I don't think that's something that we really talk about. Like, I don't think it's something that we've that we've dealt with. We're just barely scratching the surface anyway in in Indian country on what mental health is and what is healthy and what isn't healthy. And, you know, we're just we're. Uh, we're kind of behind, I guess, behind a little bit, but the whole world is. I mean, nobody really nobody really looks at the uh the abuse the the domestic abuse when it goes the other way there's not a real focus on that very often we we uh we tend to throw it in as a and always remember this happens to men too but it's never the focus of the conversation yeah it's like one in four women and one in seven men one in seven experience domestic violence a lot <clears throat> and, and you know yeah, we are that. just acknowledging mental health issues in Indian country we're just acknowledging mental health in Indian country because back when I was a kid there wasn't such a thing as childhood depression no. you know there was get over yourself and think your way out of it kind of thing well, we still got a bunch of old heads that think that that's the way it is. You know, the kids are too soft and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, we got a lot of a lot of elders who. I think really just don't want to deal with their own trauma, so they don't want to talk about this kind of stuff. They don't want their kids to start talking about their problems because that's going to open them up to have to talk about the problems that they've been through. Like, I, I mean, we have a lot of people that have been traumatized that will not talk about anything. They, they don't even want you to get close to the topic. And, you know, it's and again, we don't make it easy on we don't make anything easy on our men in Indian country. We just don't. That's just that's just not how it is. And we we really do have a lack of understanding of that. And we do. We need to offer those resources and we need to completely offer understanding and empathy because it's it's hard enough coming forward when you're a survivor let alone if it's actively happening to you. And um, Oklahoma Indian Legal Services has some great resources. Um, anonymous. You can, you know, you can talk to them. They can help you. They've got, they've got resources that they can point you in the right direction. Um, if you are being abused or if you're in a situation like that, you know, man or woman, uh, you, 
you do have resources to out there to not only help you get out of that, but help you with your custody issues here in Indian country. So hopefully, um, if you're if you are concerned, uh, you can go to our homepage, the Talk Jive homepage, and click on the oils button, and it'll take you right to their homepage. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to continue this conversation, of course. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.